Welcome to the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is August 31st, Monday, 2020. Hope you all are doing well. Hope you've had a great weekend. Um, It has definitely been a weekend for the books, and I think it adds on to the narrative of 2020. However, even with that being the case, I'm still believing in greater for this year, and I hope you all are as well. Before we get started, I want to say thank you to all of you all who are new and checking out the podcast for the first time, or maybe you are fairly new and still coming back. I want to say thank you as well for tuning in. Please make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on and encourage somebody else to do the same thing as well. Also, I want to make sure that I'm taking the time to thank my dream squad. Those of you all who have been with me, rather from the start or maybe just for a longer period of time. Thank you as well. Um, I definitely miss you guys. I know I took a week off last week, really just getting things together. And the reason being is because the month of September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. So I have a ton of content that I have been working on and that I'm getting together for the month of September. And I'm excited for you all to hear, listen, and for those of you all who have an ear to want to know how to help and how to get involved when it comes to just being better for each other to help prevent suicides, man, listen, ton of stuff coming up. Before we get started today, I also want to make sure that I keep up with the new flow, which is to read off one little bit of, uh, I guess you can call it a paragraph, a sentence, an article from one of my books. And today's is actually really interesting because I think it is a great starter for the conversation that we will be having, which essentially is how we use our time, how we live our life and the things that we do. Um, and if you are aware or maybe not, we've, we've lost a few, a few people this week. Um, uh, I think most notably um, the one that really kind of just hit the shock waves of people around the world was the loss of star, um, actor, activist, you, so many different titles, man. Just a, a, a overall good person, a king, a lover of people. Chadwick Boseman passed away at the age of 43 um, from a four-year battle with uh, colon cancer. And, um, yeah, just really tough. And so as we take the time to really just kind of talk about his life today and a, a few lessons that we can learn from him, I thought that this one was really fitting. So this actually comes from the start of chapter five in my second book, Between the Dream. The chapter is called Idle Time, but it was a quote from Jack London. And this quote says that the proper function of a man is to live, not to exist. I shall not waste my days in trying to prolong them. I shall use my time. And I thought that this was really fitting um, that 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 was the quote for today, as I had already planned on coming up to kind of just talk about, you know, some of the things that I noticed from Chadwick's life and the impact that he had on me, obviously, as an actor. Um, for those of you all that don't know, I'm a huge comic book fan. I've um, been reading them since I was a kid. I still follow them heavily now and um, just a fan of movies and storytelling overall. And that's what he was. He was a storyteller no matter what role he played, no matter what he was in. Chadwick Boseman told stories through his work, through his art, through his creativity and and I love specifically, you know, he was phenomenal in, you know, 42, the Jackie Robinson story, um, the get on up with James Brown. He, he was amazing in these different these movies, you know, the five bloods. I got a chance to watch that. And then even 21 Bridges. And he's done some earlier work, obviously. But uh, as a comic book fan, I was always 
just in awe of his work and what he had done because of the fact that, well, two things. The first is that originally in the comics, when Jack Kirby um, wrote up the Black Panther, and I think his, he, he, he originally um, popped up for the first time in the comics in the Fantastic Four series, I want to say back in like the late 60s. I can't remember the exact year or the edition, but I want to say it was the late 60s. And so one of the things that I thought was really interesting was that when the Black Panther was created, yes, he was like top tier of, you know, all of the black comic characters. Um, he wasn't the stereotypical, you know, kind of characters that we would see that would either be, you know, like... Um, a second fiddle, maybe the, the Robin to a Batman. Um, so essentially you look at like Falcon with Captain America, or you look at somebody like Luke Cage, who was the typical, you know, like great story, love Luke Cage dearly, but you know, he was Harlem's hero, right? So it was kind of like, there was some stereotypes associated with it. Rugged black guy who was just, you know, out and he has superpowers, but he was still true to the hood. You know, when we when we look at the Black Panther, when we look at T'Challa, he was different. He was the king of a nation that was a hundred years advanced over every other nation in the world. And he he was a ruler who was very wise, who was very noble, who 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 functioned in such a level of integrity. But I think that even with all of that being said, from a comic standpoint, T'Challa, when you compared him to the rest of the other superheroes as a whole, to a degree, Black Panther was still a secondary type of hero. You know, he wasn't always put on the the top of the list with, uh, you know, Captain America or Iron Man or Thor or Hulk. You know, he kind of came in that second tier of, of heroes like a Hawkeye, a Black Widow, you know, and, and, and what I thought was so amazing was that Chadwick Boseman did a few things. The first thing that he did with this role, obviously, when you look at the box office alone, he took this role with his cast and he essentially took a second tier comic um, character and and literally set him apart as an elite hero in the movies. And so what it did was it caused comic fans and I think people who came to look at comic books for the first time as uh, it caused them to to have to look at the Black Panther as a whole in a different light and I thought that was incredible because I mean it could have been another movie where I mean you look at it Blade Blade had three movies out and Wesley Snipes did a great job as Blade but the the impact that Blade had compared to the impact that the Black Panther movies had was night and day like Blade was great but the door was open for Chadwick Boseman to come in and do something even greater as an artist with these movies and the way that we look at the Black Panther um, is just something completely different. And so almost irreplaceable, if we're being honest, you know, with the Blade series now, we got Mahershala Ali getting ready to take over, you know, as the new Blade, which I'm excited about because he's a phenomenal actor and I know he's going to do some great things with that role. But you look at like the death of Chadwick Boseman and, and folks are like, yo, no, nobody else should come in and play the Black Panther with the exception of Shuri, like she did in the comics. His sister took over the mantle, but yo, we don't need to recast another Black Panther. And I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. And so I think that that was phenomenal because that wasn't the look of this character prior to 
um, him coming out and definitely with the Black Panther movie coming out. The second thing that I thought that he did that was so great was being able to um, do not only the Black Panther movie, but all of these other movies while going through this cancer. And so what was interesting, and I want to take us back to this quote that I read here um, at the start of that idle time chapter in between the dream. Um, Jack, Jack London says, I shall not waste my days in trying to prolong them. I shall use my time. And one of the things that I think is so interesting when you look at some of the narratives that have been put out around Chadwick Boseman's death is this idea that, oh, man, he suffered for the last four years and we didn't know. And we were horrible because some of us made jokes about him and about his weight and about his his figure and how he looked and yada, yada, yada. And yes, I totally agree that we definitely need to do better when it comes to being patient, kind and just learning when to shut the heck up. And not speaking ill over somebody because we don't know what they're going through. But beyond that, another thing that stuck out to me was this narrative that he suffered and he struggled. Yes, of course, you know, I'm sure that with the cancer, he definitely had some bad days and some worse days. But through his life and what he did, he lived. He did not waste his days trying to prolong them. He knew that he had this cancer. He knew that it was stage three, which is a tad bit more aggressive than just finding out in the early phases. He used his time. And I I, I took that. And and when I, I saw that and I read that and I looked into it, I'm just like, man, like, Richard, are you doing enough? Are you truly using your time or are you wasting your days moping sometimes, frustrated other times, maybe sad at times? And not being your best. And it's just something that I want to encourage you all with today. As we look at the life of a king, of somebody who who made such an impact. And I think even more off the camera. He spent a lot of times at cancer centers and research centers with, with, with children who have terminal illnesses. With young adults and adults who do. And he spent his time loving on people. He was present. He He learned how to have fun with the days that he had available they, the reports are even coming out that he had secretly got married last October or engaged last October and, and got married sometime shortly after. And I thought that that was amazing, right? Like he lived his life and he didn't hit us with the burden of knowing about his issues. He didn't make excuses. He wanted to be his best self with everything that we did. And then when he passed, we found out just how much of a king, how much of a champion how much of 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 a of a workhorse this dreamer was to really put those dreams into actions despite the things that we have around us there's a part in this chapter that i have in the idle time chapter that i read that quote from and i these were my words i just said everybody struggles sorry everybody's struggle is different but we all have a certain kill factor that keeps us distracted Kill factor is put in quotations, right? And so kill factor could be a temptation. It can be an illness. It could be a distraction. For some of us, it's an excuse. For many of us, it's a trigger. Whatever it is, there's something that can keep us distracted in our struggle that will cause us not to be the best that we can be within the the life that we have and the time that we have to pursue everything that we were called and created to do. And so as I close this out, because I don't think there's a need to prolong, um, 
I just want to encourage you all today in this moment to say that, yes, your struggles will definitely bring about some factors that will bother you, that will wreck you, that will mess you up, that will keep you somewhat disoriented at times. But what are you doing in those moments to to realize that even with all of that going on, what Chadwick Boseman had inside of him to still continue to move forward. He filmed all of those movies while battling this cancer. He dealt with all of these things while going through his own personal and he showed up and not only did he show up and was he present, but he executed. Not always flawlessly because he's human just like us, but he executed. And that's all I'm encouraging you all to do today with the time that you have, with the life that you have. How do you take this moment to execute? How do you take this time to make sure that you're not just existing in life, that you're not wasting your days trying to prolong them, but that you're using your time and that you're living everything out to the fullest? I love you guys. And I, I'm man, I know this is hard. I want to encourage you all for those of you all who need to grieve, grieve, grieve as you as you can and as you should take that time to just feel it. But in your grief, understand that there are some days still ahead for you that you've got to live out. And there's an impact that you have no matter how big or small you think your voice is or your work is or your talents are, your gifts are. You have something so great to offer this world and they need it. Make sure you check me out. Um, Instagram, Richard L. Taylor Jr. Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr. At Truly Taylor Made on Twitter. And of course, richardtaylorjr.com. I'm excited for this upcoming month. Even though we're talking about suicide, something that seems so heavy, something that can get us so down. I'm talking about the prevention aspect. Things that we can do for prevention in our own lives and for the prevention of those around us. So please make sure you stay in tune. I love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow.